Hey, I am so glad you have decided to tune in this week to the Scriptures Revealed podcast. You are not going to want to miss this week's episode. We're going to deal with the mystery of the Father. So get ready. You are about to be blessed. Hey everybody, well welcome to this week's episode of Scriptures Revealed and we have a very exciting topic to discuss today and we're going to jump right in it. But before I do, I want to throw out there a brief announcement. First of all, thank you guys for following me. I count it a privilege and an honor to teach God's word and that is something that I do not take lightly. So I thank you guys for joining me. I thank you guys for tuning in every week and we are growing and I'm excited about that because that means that the word of God is having more potential to change, transform and alter lives. I want you to have that in the forefront of your mind. I know I say it every week, but I want you to really grab a hold of it that the word of God can really change you. And as a matter of fact, if you have been listening to the word of God, if you've been sitting under the word of God, if you have been studying and meditating the word of God at all, I don't care if one person is reading a a whole book and you're reading a verse. If the word of God is being planted in your life, you are changing. I want you to grab a hold of that. You are changing. The enemy likes to beat us over the head because we're not changing at the pace that we want to change. The, The things that we want to change first They don't seem to be changing at first. We want God to deal with this. And yet all of a sudden this over here is changing. It doesn't matter. You are changing. You are progressing. You are moving forward in the things of God as long as you keep planting the seed of the word. So be encouraged. Be encouraged. You are being changed by the power of God's word. And I want to throw out here a quick announcement. I released something last week to the public of a online webinar that I am doing on February the 2nd. February the 2nd, I am going to spend two hours helping people find their calling. And I'm going to do it for you at a special price of $39.99. It is going to bless your life. Now, it's not always going to stay at that price, so you want to be sure to sign up as soon as possible because I don't want to lose your spot. People are signing up, and I want you to be a part of what's going to take place that Saturday morning. It, it is going to be online. It is going to be available for you, and I'm not just going to teach you. I'm going to help you locate your calling, and I'm going to give you material that you can can take away from the webinar that you can work through, apply to your life so that you can actually see this thing fulfilled and, and come to light in you. You need to know what your calling is so that you do not miss out on the whole reason, the whole intent. God saved you. God stamped you. God sealed you. God put you in a body. He placed you in the planet so that you could fulfill a purpose and I want to help you find it. So go and sign up for that. You can go sign up at find your call.rickywatsonjr.com that is find your call at .rickywatsonjr.com so be sure to do that now to jump into our lesson we have started this series of uh, season 2 on talking about the apostles doctrine and learning that what the apostles taught the early church grounded them 
It anchored them. As a matter of fact, everything that they taught them, we are still unfolding to this day. And the Bible says uh, that one of the jobs of the apostles was they were responsible for stewarding the mysteries of God. They were responsible for stewarding the mysteries of God. And so when you begin to look at their ministry and you begin to track through the New Testament, you're going to find there are 19 mysteries that the apostles were stewards over and they managed and they grew the church by it and they grounded the church by it and they groomed the church by it. And so we are walking through these mysteries and we are allowing the light of them to change our lives. Now, week one, we talked about the mystery of the will of God, how heaven gets to earth. Uh, week two, we talked about the mystery of God, how God becomes king. And today we're talking about the mystery of the father. Now, if you miss those other two mysteries, please go back and listen to it. You are missing out on some good stuff that is, that is designed by God to groom you and grow you and help you develop into who he's called you to be. But today we're talking about the mystery of the father. The mystery of the Father. Go with me to the book of Colossians chapter 2. Let's see here. Colossians chapter 2. Here we go. And I'm going to read verses 1 through 3 for you. And I'm using good old King James this week. It says, For I would that ye knew what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Paul wrote to the church in Colossians and he said, I want you guys to grab a hold of the mystery of God and the mystery of the Father, the mystery of the Father. I began uh, to put some things out on social media last week, asking people questions about why did God become a father? And I got some phenomenal feedback. And I thank you guys for giving me your answers because I enjoyed reading them. I enjoy learning from you guys. So I appreciated it. And something that I want us to understand or put out there as the preface for where we're going is that I understand that God is eternal and he's not bound by time. So everything that God is going to be, he has already been. Everything that God is, he is going to be and he has already been. God lives in eternity. So everything that God is, God is. And he's been that yesterday, today, and forevermore. So I get that. But what I mean by God becoming something is that everything that God is, it is in eternity, but it has to unfold in time. It unfolds in time. So God has been a king for a very long time before the foundation of the world. He was king, but God became king in time. He became king in time. It didn't mean that he was never king. It means that he unveiled something. When God becomes something, it's not about God uh, starting to exist as something new. It is about the revelation that God is releasing. So God becoming is about revelation. His existence is eternal, but what God becomes is about what is he revealing to man? What is he revealing to the earth? And so when I talk about God becoming a father, well, how and why did God become a father? How and why did God reveal himself as father in the earth realm? And when you pay attention to that term father, 
we say father and then some people get hung up on, well, God is uh, not a man. And so why do we call him father? And that is absolutely the truth because the Bible says that God is a spirit. All right. So I'm going to kind of walk you through this mystery and then you're going to be blessed by the time I get to the end. I guarantee. So track with me. God is a spirit. So God is not a man. He is not a woman. As, as a matter of fact, the Bible has scripture that says God is not man. He's not male or female. That's why when you get in Christ, he's not looking at a male or female. He's looking at who you are in him. That God is a spirit and he is the father of spirits because that's who he is. So God being a father is not a male thing. It's an identity thing. It's an identity thing. As a matter of fact, when you go over to the book of Hebrews chapter 11, um, the Bible talks about how Moses was hid. He was hid away and it talks about parents. He was hid away from his parents. He was hid away from his parents. King James translates that word as parents and other places. It's the same word that's used for father. So when you talk about God as father, we're looking at the parent side of God, the parent side of God. That's why in one setting, he can be a father and the next setting, he's as loving and kind and gentle as a mother. And he's doing motherly things and he's uh doing motherly love and care and nurturing. And then other times he's been a father and correcting and being the structure and being a guidance and being the leader and being the head. It is not about a gender. It is about a revelation. So when we look at the scriptures, the very first time we see God being being mentioned as a father is in the book of Exodus. And the Bible says that God visits Moses and he says this powerful thing. He says, Moses, I want you to go to Egypt. I want you to go to my people who are in captivity, who are living like slaves. Go to my people who are living like slaves. And I want you to tell Pharaoh, the leader, the one that has them in this captivity. I want you to tell them, tell Pharaoh that my son is Israel and I want him to let my firstborn son, I want him to let them go. As a matter of fact, let's go over to that. Exodus chapter four. I, I was thinking I didn't have time, but I want to go over there. Exodus chapter four, because that's very important. Exodus four and 22 says, and thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. And I say unto thee, let my son go, that he may serve me. And if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. So if you remember the plagues that God released on the nation of, uh, of Egypt when he was trying to deliver his people, that's important. One of the plagues that God released is he murdered the firstborn sons of Egypt. And we have to remember that every time God does a sign, a sign has to point towards something. Every time God does a wonder, it is so that you can wonder about something. Every time God does a miracle, it is because he's trying to communicate a message. So when God performed this sign of killing their firstborn, it was because he was announcing to them that you are using slavery to kill my son. So I'm going to release a spirit to kill yours. And what did God say? He began to reveal himself as a father. These are my children. As a father, I'm coming to deliver. You go through all of the scriptures 
I spent time over this last week. I went through every single time God was mentioned as a father. Every single time he addressed people as his children. And I began to see something that came to light. And that is this. God became a father because he wanted to rescue his people out of slavery. That is why God became a father. That is the mystery that the apostles began to teach the early Christians is that Jesus came. Watch this. He, Jesus then comes on the scene in the New Testament and God sent Jesus to the nation of Israel, just like he sent Moses to the nation of Israel. And God sent Jesus to Satan and he sent Jesus to hell and he sent Jesus to every cycle that you would ever be in, every addiction that you would ever be bound by, every circumstance you would ever find yourself in. God sent Jesus to the thing that has been holding you captive. And he sent Jesus not just uh to die on the cross for the sake of dying on the cross. No, Jesus came to reveal the father because God understood that if I'm ever going to deliver a people out of slavery, I've got to come as a father and I've got to show them that they are sons of God. I've got to show them that they are my children. So Jesus came to reveal to us the father and the father came to rescue us out of slavery. He came so that you could be free. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how long you've been struggling with it. The father has come to rescue his children from slavery. That is the power of the mystery of the father. If you go over to the book of Hosea. If y'all remember while we're going to Hosea. Uh, you remember even when Jesus began to talk about the father, how the disciple says, well, are you going to show us him? And Jesus said, that's the whole reason I'm here. If you've seen me, you've seen the father. And if you've seen the father, you have seen freedom. <laughs> that's why Jesus said, you got to believe on me. Believe on me. Follow after me. Become my disciples and then continue in my word so that you can know the truth and the truth is going to set you free. What is the truth? The truth is you have a father and a father does not have slaves. He has sons. A father does not have people that are bound in cycles. He has sons. A father doesn't have people bound in addictions. He has sons. God wants to reveal himself to you as father because he does not want you to live like a life like a slave. Now, last scripture here, Hosea chapter 1 verse 10 says, yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured nor numbered, and it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, you are not my people. There it shall be said unto them, you are the sons of the living God. Why did God become a father? It's because the same place where you fell, the same place where you were counted out, the same place you ended up in that bondage again, the same place you ended up in that cycle again, right there, right, right there in that darkest place, in that bottomless pit, in that place of hell, right there, God became a father so that you could become a son. And the reason why he wants you to become a son is because he wants you to realize you were never born to be a slave. Man, that is the power of the mystery of the father. Well, guys, I am out of time already. Thank you guys for joining me this week. I hope this mystery brings some light to you, brings some encouragement to you, and allows you to lift up your head. And remember, you're not a slave. 
I don't care what has been binding you. You are not a slave to that thing. I don't care what has been holding you captive. I don't care what has been holding you down. I don't care what you feel like you cannot break out of. God wants to reveal himself as father to you. Because if you ever encounter the father, if you ever see the father, if you ever experience the father, if you ever find yourself in the presence of the father, then you're going to find yourself embarking on into a life of freedom. You're not a slave. You are a son because you have a heavenly father. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to share this. Don't forget to put this out here so that other people's lives can be transformed. Maybe somebody is waiting to hear this message so that they can begin a life of freedom, the life God has designed for them. Go have a prosperous week. Enjoy your week. Continue to let the word of God change you. And don't forget to sign up for my webinar. If you forgot the site, you can visit my social media pages and get that site again. Findyourcall.rickywatsonjr.com. You want to be a part of it. Well, guys, I'll see you all same place, same time next week. God bless.